What if I told you that the book I'm going to talk in today's episode will change your mind about cemeteries or at least try to broaden your perspective on them? Have I paid your curiosity enough to make you want to find out what I mean? Hello everyone, I'm Irene Ridarelli, writer, blogger and a passionate reader and this is Into the Books. I know, the first premise is a kind of dark and you are probably thinking how in the world could anything, and especially a book, possibly change my mind about the last place on earth I want to think about? And if that's what you are thinking, you are right, because my intention is to tell you about a very special cemetery, one where there are no deceased people resting on graves. But books! That being said, let's get started. At the age of 11, Daniel Sempere is taken by his father to the cemetery of forgotten books. In this place, all published books are buried. Whether the authors are famous or not, a copy of tape work rests here. When a person enters this place for the first time, he has the opportunity to choose a book and once he makes his selection, he swears to take care of it for the rest of his life. Uh, and that's exactly what Daniel does when he finds the book, remembering that his father told him not to talk to anyone about this place. What catches Dennis's attention is not the author, for he has never heard of Julian Carax. It was the cover of the book that caught the young man's interest. Back home with his father, Daniel asks him who the author is, but when even his father doesn't have an answer, Daniel is very surprised. Daniel's father is a librarian as was his grandfather and as Daniel himself would be one day, so this gap in his father's knowledge is suspicious to Daniel, so he talks to Gustavo Barcelo, an expert on rare books. When Gustavo's face changes, when he sees the book the boy shows him, Daniel realizes that what he has found in the cemetery is a rare Jew. And it is a rare gem indeed, for as soon as Daniel begins his own research into the author and his works, uh, strange things begin to happen. What begins as a case of literary curiosity turns into a race against time to discover the truth about Julian Carax's life and death and to save those he left behind. When the lady next door gave me The Shadow of the Wind by Carlos Ruiz Safon a few years ago, the book didn't really capture my interest. But I didn't tell her, I just thanked her for her kind thought and, to be honest, put the book on my shelf and forgot about it. But one day, when I had nothing to read, 
I remembered this novel, so I picked it up and began reading it. I started the book early on New Year's Eve and finished it a quarter past midnight the next day. I celebrated the new year with this book, which I absolutely loved. This self-contained book is captivating, full of twists and turns, and Zafon's writing style is so engaging that it's almost impossible to put this book down. Stephen King said about this book, Shadow is the real deal, a novel full of cheesy splendor and creaking trapdoors, a novel where even the subplots have subplots. One gorgeous read. I couldn't agree more with King's opinion about this novel. Unfortunately, Zafon passed away in 2020, but he left a valuable legacy of several books, including this novel, which is the first of a series of four books, and thanks to that, we have the opportunity to immerse ourselves in Zafon's world for a long time. Before I end today's episode, I'd like to let you know that every Monday at 6pm UK time, I'm reading this book live on my YouTube channel, so if you are interested but don't have time to read it, you can join me and I read it for you. In the description box below, you'll find a link to my YouTube channel, plus the titles of the complete series that composed the Shadow of the Wind series. Thank you for joining me to the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it all. Let me know your comments or opinion about it. I would love to hear them. As usual, I'll see you next week.